0: Welcome to Planning Ground, the helpful healing podcast where we take the time to analyze our lives to produce a great harvest of love, joy, and peace. I'm your host, Malia, and thank you for joining. Today, we will be starting a new series titled, She's Becoming, which focus on women looking inward for the things we tend to look outward for. This first episode is titled, She's Becoming Everything She's Searching For. In this episode today, the goal is to create a balance between dependency and ownership, expectation and reality, desire, deserving, and desperation, and have a clear understanding of the power of choice. The things we experience as women today are in the Bible. For instance, some women believe, if I have a baby with him, he'll love me. Well, Leah thought the same thing. She had six sons by Jacob, and he still loved Rachel more. It wasn't until she had Judah and chose to praise the Lord instead of focus on pleasing men. Some women think, if I have enough money and I work really hard... I'll get the approval I desire and the lifestyle I deserve. Martha thought that her work and her efforts were more important than Mary's sitting at the feet of Jesus and listening. Well, they didn't. So if her works could not please Jesus, why do you think that your works will please man? Enough does not have an ending because there's always something more Something new, something else. The true question is, are you okay with yourself? If you fail, will you be fine? Or will you crumble and end up in destruction? Some women think if I date a lot of people, eventually I'll find the person who loves love me unconditionally. The Samaritan woman in the Bible thought the same thing. She had five husbands. The man she was with at that moment was not her husband. And Jesus told her that he could provide her with something that would never make her thirst again. This thirst he was talking about was not water It was to fill the emptiness within her heart that led her to continually seek broken relationships. What are you looking for that no man can provide you? Are you even really prepared for what you're asking for? The scripture I have chosen for this series is Colossians 2 verses 8 through 10 in the Living Bible Translation. Don't let others spoil your faith and joy with their philosophies. Their wrong and shallow answers built on man's thoughts and ideas instead of on what Christ has said. For in Christ there is all of God in human body. So you have everything when you have Christ. And you are filled with God through your union with Christ. He is the highest ruler with all authority over every other power. This scripture says you have everything, everything when you have Christ. In order to experience this completeness in Christ, you first have to modify your expectations to equal reality. So what you trying to say, Malia? I shouldn't expect nothing, All expectations are bad. No, first, that is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is we need to analyze what we have been told about how we should expect to grow and develop and receive in this life. First, let's talk about the lies that we were told as children. From birth, the stories that are read to us include a Prince Charming, a genie, a fairy godmother who comes in, saves the day, and everything is perfect. Well, if not careful, young girls can fantasize that one day, if they just continue to live in whatever situation they're in, Prince Charming is going to come and sweep them off their feet. Well, to be honest, sis, most people don't have that experience. There's no such thing as a fairy godmother. And nine times out of ten, the man you end up with is not going to come and sweep you off your feet. Other women grow up in a childhood of marriage is the answer. You don't have to work hard. You don't have to pursue an education. You don't have to do anything but find a man that's a bad place to be because you can be lonely you can be hurt you can be broken and believe that a man or marriage will heal all of those wounds when in all honesty they could amplify them and you could reach this goal of marriage to have this sense of completeness and still be lonely still be broken, still be wounded. It's good to hope. It's good to dream. But don't get stuck in the clouds because that's a long way to fall if you have nothing or no one to fall on. Let's talk about dependency versus ownership. If you depend on humans to heal your brokenness, you will end up more broken than where you started off. Why is that, you say? Humans are naturally programmed for selfishness. Our first instinct is thinking about self. We're not consumed with you. We're not consumed with our parents. Some people aren't even consumed with their children. They are consumed with what you can provide for them, how you can be a benefit or asset to them, and What makes them happy? There aren't a lot of people who are willing to just take you into their arms and fix you because they're looking for someone, men included, to take them into their arms and fix them. We're always looking for someone else to give us the easy way out because ownership equals responsibility. With responsibility, It's hard to make excuses. You can make them, but it's hard. Because once you take ownership for your life, for your happiness, for your love, for your joy, from your peace, excuses are deadly. And you know that. You feel it. So it takes hard work. So a lot of people become dependent because they don't want to go through the hard work. But the Bible says you will reap what you sow. If you sow laziness, you'll reap laziness. Now it's important to discuss the three D's. Desire, deserving, and desperation. All of these focus on where is your mindset? Where's your focus? What are your motives? Godly desires are good. But if you feel like you deserve your desires, you're at the edge of making a bad decision. You don't deserve anything because you're a good person, because you're a hard worker, because, because, because. You still don't deserve. The only thing we deserve is death. Because of our sins and our offenses against God and man. So desires are good. Thinking you deserve something is not. In desperation, if you allow your desires to go without boundaries, you will become desperate, which will lead to depression because desperation always makes things seem too slow makes you compare yourself to people in the world who are receiving the things you want and it also makes you dependent You are willing to sacrifice all of the things you have gained because now this desire you have has become a consuming mind battle. So where's your mindset? What are your motives? Why do you think because you exist, you deserve something? The Bible says in Philippians 4.19, That God can supply you with all you need. But you have to have his mindset. You have to think like he does. Your desire and will has to be aligned with his. Because if you become desperate, you're no longer focused on God's will. You are focused on me, self, I, I want, I can, I I need, now, now, now. And you are going to look outward or go outward to achieve something that God placed already inside of you. Now, let's talk about the power of choice. Every day you are faced with decisions. You know what you desire, you know what you want, you know what you need, but you have to choose whether or not you're going to continue in this toxic mindset. We as women tend to do the same things over and over and over and over and over again, expecting a different result. For instance, that boyfriend you used to have back in the day, I had one too. He was a liar, he was a cheat. But you always thought, oh, because I'm a good girl, because I love him, because it's me, he not going to cheat on me no more. And he did. Then you went to another guy who was just like him, and he did the same thing. And then the next guy did the same thing. Repeating the same behavior, expecting a different result, is the definition of insanity don't go outside don't be insane choose to do better choose to make a different decision choose to look for these things within yourself because the thing is if you don't have love peace joy happiness within you already no person can provide them for you because you are not going to be able to accept it if someone willingly gives it to you because you don't know what it is you haven't corrected your definition of what these things are so choose to educate yourself choose to love yourself choose to look within yourself a scripture already has said that god has given you everything you need in christ That means he's already giving you love. He's already filled the void of loneliness within you. He's already giving you freedom. He's already giving you peace. Why do you keep looking for a person to fill this within you when you already have it within yourself? Let's think about some women in the Bible who chose to think about these things the proper way. Let's take Ruth, for example. Her husband died. Her father-in-law died. Her brother-in-law died, leaving her to be a widow for the rest of her life. Her mother-in-law, Naomi, gave her the option to leave and go back to her family. But she said, no, I am going to be committed to you and serve your God. She chose commitment and service. You know what that got her? Provision, blessing and prosperity because of her willingness to choose not to go back and be dependent on her family but she chose to stay in the will of God for her life and God blessed her because of it not because she thought she was deserving because she was dedicated she was dedicated to Christ my last example is Hannah Hannah could not have a baby. She was mourning. She was crying. She was depressed. She prayed and she prayed and she prayed and it did not happen. She didn't think she deserved it. She wanted it. She wanted it really bad. But she made a commitment to Christ. She offered and gave her devotion to Christ. And when he answered her prayers, she didn't go back on her word. She didn't go back on her vow. She kept it. And because of that, her son became a man of great honor in the word of God. Either decision you make either choice you make is hard to choose to be dependent is hard to choose to take Ownership is hard. To choose to change your mind is hard. To choose to stay in depression is hard. But you have to choose your heart. It's not going to get better if you stay in that position. Take the chance of receiving freedom and releasing your pain. And taking ownership for your happiness, your love, your peace, your joy, your freedom. Take ownership ownership choose it today so i have some challenges for you this week list what you are looking outward for take the time to analyze yourself and be like okay i'm struggling with this i'm struggling with that i'm struggling with this and as we continue on this series i hope and pray that i hit some of these areas that you're looking outward for because i'm struggling too Remember, this is my vocal diary. Everything I'm talking about are things that I struggle with as well. I'm not perfect, but I am seeking God to help me process life properly. If and when god shows you these things that you are looking outward for that he's already provided the resources and source within you see what he says about them see how he says you can gain control over them and the biggest thing i need you to do is to tune into next week because i am going to give you scriptures we're going to talk about how to seek happiness how to seek peace how to seek love how to seek joy how to seek courage within yourself to become the woman the person god has created you to be thank you for joining this week and i hope you have an amazing day don't forget to like comment and subscribe and share this episode with anyone whom it might help and please remember for every flower starts seeds that produce other flowers fruits and trees